Welcome back to Recurrent Events. Current events for Retro Minds. It's Jason back with you for another week of retro pop culture news in movies, streaming, collectibles, food, and more. If you like what you're hearing each week and feel motivated to support the show and everything we do here at the Retro Network, I would invite you over to Patreon at patreon.com slash the Retro Network. A pledge of just $2 unlocks several bonus podcasts and a chance to connect with me and our staff and a whole retro-minded community on our VIP Lounge Slack channel. So check us out this week at patreon.com slash the retro network and thanks in advance for your support. Also wanted to mention this week we are sponsored by the new Retrofied magazine. You remember back in the day before the information superhighway came along and subscribing to magazines was a really fun way to get information. That's the feeling you get when you subscribe to Retrofied magazine. Available now in both physical and digital form, the first issue of Retrofied dives into an oral history of the animated series Reboot, five cartoons that are overdue for a reboot, and an interview with the 80s chart-topping band Berlin, and so much more. You can also download the free 50-page preview issue all about masks, like the 90s Jim Carrey movie, the 80s animated series, and of course those Ben Cooper Halloween masks that we all love. Head over to RetrofiedMag.com, RetrofiedMag.com this week, and get your free preview, or better yet, subscribe to the quarterly magazine for just $6 an issue. RetrofiedMag.com is the place you want to go. I'll also post a link to the site in the show notes and in the YouTube description so you can click over and consume all the fun nostalgia in the publication. And we sure do appreciate Retrofied Mag sponsoring us this week. You'll be hearing more about them also on some of our other podcasts. Okay, so it is time. Let's dive into all the retro pop culture headlines that showed up in the Recurrent Events news feed this past week. We are kicking things off this week with movies and Warner Brothers has pushed up Godzilla vs. King Kong by two months up to March 26th instead of May 21st and it will be in theaters and on HBO Max. Uh, One of the reasons why I am a current subscriber of HBO Max was because uh, I knew Godzilla vs. Kong was coming to the streaming service. You probably know by now that they are uh, releasing a lot of these movies coming out this year on HBO Max. Another one is Dune, which is scheduled to hit October 1st this year. Uh, No word on whether they're going to move that one up or not, but uh, I am very happy. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I've loved the uh, King Kong movies, uh, Skull Island, and uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters that was just uh, released, I believe, two years ago now. Very fun movies, and uh, I just love those big monster movies. So, uh, very excited that uh, we are not far away now from the new Godzilla vs. Kong movie on HBO Max. Not to be outdone, Paramount has three Star Trek movies in the pipeline, prepping for their new Paramount Plus streaming app. They had previously announced a Star Trek movie from Noah Hawley, who was known for the modern uh, Fargo series, but it sounds like that movie has been scrapped. We've also had uh, rumors about uh, Quentin Tarantino coming in as a director. 
I think that has uh, officially been nixed, and uh, I, th I think he passed on the project from the report I'm reading. But uh, very little details have been released about these three movies, and uh, it, it sounds like they're just prepping to uh, get people to, to start subscribing to Paramount Plus as they uh, fill that up with content. Deadline reporting that Amazon Studios is currently working on a movie called Being the Ricardos. It is a uh, story about Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, and they've announced that Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem are going to play the two characters. Uh, this sounds like a really fun idea. It's going to be set during one production week of I Love Lucy. So during that time frame, Aaron Sorkin is the director of the film. The story doesn't tell really about any uh, time frame when they're going to start filming or when it is uh, expected to be released. But uh, yes, Being the Ricardos, a new film about Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz coming to Amazon Studios. Switching over to streaming now, Law & Order SVU stars Mariska Hardigay and Chris Maloney have been teasing us over on Instagram about a uh, possible return of Maloney to the series. It's been about a decade since he left uh, the series due to some contractual matters, uh, even though they uh, uh, technically retired him on the show. And the rumors have been circulating that he's going to be coming back for uh, more of a guest appearance, I believe on SVU. It's hard to believe that show has been uh, on the air now for over 20 years. Started back in 1999 and Maloney left actually in 2011. So uh, yeah, if you're a fan of the SVU, it sounds like you're going to get an episode very soon with Chris Maloney. And also reported this week that a Dungeons and Dragons TV series is in development. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Derek Kolstad, who was the creator behind the John Wick series, is developing a series for Paramount and Hasbro. Now this is a separate project from the D&D movie that's uh, set in motion and uh, supposedly starring Chris Pine. Uh, Kolstad, he is also a writer on the Falcon and Winter Soldier series at Marvel Studios. I did not see official word, but uh, I'm assuming this is going to be going over to Paramount Plus as well as they are building that content. But D&D fans should be uh, very excited that they are uh, coming up with a feature film and also now a streaming series. Also in the fantasy realm, we got some more details on the upcoming Lord of the Rings series that's going to hit Amazon. First, they are filming the first season now, and uh, it's already been announced that they were renewed for season two. So this is going to be a multi-seasonal show. And uh, the details that came across this week was the hint that the main villain is going to be somewhat familiar. Quote, the epic drama is set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and will take viewers back to an era in which great powers are forged, kingdoms rose to glory and fell to ruin, unlikely heroes were tested, hope hung by the finest of threads, and the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen threatened to cover all the world in darkness. Unquote. So it sounds like Sauron is going to be the main uh, villain of this series, set way before the events that we know and have watched and read uh, over the years. I'm very excited for this. Uh, I have gone back and I own the uh, the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, and I uh, really enjoy those movies. So having a uh, streaming series in that realm is really exciting to me. So 
there's no date set yet as to when it's going to be released, but uh, once we know something, you will know. And finally in streaming this week, it sounds like John Chu has stepped down from the Disney Plus Willow series as far as uh, being the director of the pilot episode. According to The Wrap, Chu uh, stepped away from the project, at least uh, in regards to directing, due to scheduling issues. So I'm not sure if that's a real setback to the show, if they're already uh, looking for a new director to step in and to keep that Willow series alive for Disney+. Plus. But it sounded like uh, John Chu was really the man for the job. Uh, in a note to the fans, he says, quote, I'm heartbroken to let you all know that unfortunately I've had to step away from directing Willow. Willow has been one of my favorite movies since I was a child, so I'm devastated that I won't be able to work with some of my heroes, old and new, and crew that they've put together, unquote. So, we will uh, keep an ear out for the next director, if uh, maybe Ron Howard will step in as director now for that uh, first pilot episode and maybe some episodes in the series so they can keep that project alive over there at Disney+. Plus. We've got some video game news to pass along this week. The arcade game NBA Jam. Oh my gosh, back in the 90s, that was just the game. And according to Variety, the game is getting its own documentary. It will, of course, cover the original 1993 game and its port to the uh, Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis in 94. This is fun. There have been several uh, video game documentaries that came around last year. Uh, There was a streaming series on Netflix. So this is fun that they are uh, actually focusing in on... uh, particular games now and maybe do some uh, uh, more documentary films on some of our favorite video games of the past. Wired Magazine reporting that Ubisoft is partnering with the newly launched Lucasfilm games to make an open world style Star Wars universe game. Uh, EA Sports had uh, been developing Star Wars games for a while and it sounds like that uh, that partnership has been broken and Ubisoft has come in and will be using some of their uh, latest technology to develop a Star Wars themed game. And I guess that's the, you know, kind of where the world of video games is going, this open world. You think of Breath of the Wild with Legends of Zelda and uh, those type of games. And, you know, people just want to jump on and do whatever and not have missions or campaigns to have to deal with. And uh, player versus player, they just run out and <laughs> you can just hang out on a, you know, a Tatooine if you want and have a drink with your buddies or whatever, you know. <laughs> that's uh that's kind of where the video game world is going. So, uh, I know my son is very excited about this announcement as he loves Breath of the Wild and he's he's got the new Fallen Order Star Wars game as well. So, uh yeah, that's uh that's where Star Wars is going in the video game world. Arcade 1UP has uh, announced a couple more games coming. Uh, These are the uh, stand-up arcade games you can find in Walmart, and I've been drilling over for uh, over a year now. have not quite pulled the trigger on one of these, but uh, they've made an announcement. They've got some new cabinets coming our way. One is the four-player X-Men cabinet that uh, looks glorious from the artwork shown in uh, this article over on Bleeding Cool. Also, a very popular game from the 80s, Dragon's Lair, is going to get its own cabinet and will feature Dragon's Lair 1 and 2 and Space Ace in the same cabinet. The uh, X-Men 4-player arcade will also have Captain America and the Avengers 
and the Avengers and Galactic Storm games along with it. Another one coming along is Killer Instinct, and uh, it will also have Killer Instinct 2 and the Battletoads arcade game. And like I said, while I haven't uh, pulled the trigger on one of these, I do appreciate what they're doing, making arcade games affordable for households, even though they're not the full-sized machines. Uh, you know, they have the little risers to kind of boost them up and uh, get them to the uh, what we would, you know, the normal cabinet size that we would play back in the day. But man, I've I've looked at the uh, the Outrun game that they have in stores now, and it comes with a little sit-down bench to make it more of a cockpit-style game. And uh, man. It's, uh, it's getting close to uh, me trying to find a corner in the house somewhere and clear out and add an, uh, an arcade corner as a part of my house. So uh, those are some new games coming from Arcade 1UP. And finally in video games, a new Indiana Jones video game is coming and it will feature an original story under that same Lucas Games banner that we were telling you about uh, earlier for the uh, upcoming Star Wars open world game. Bethesda and uh, Machine Games are developing this new video game featuring Indiana Jones and apparently uh, the executive producer, I didn't know there was a, such a title for a video game, but uh, executive producer for the game is going to be Todd Howard who has uh, developed the uh, Fallout and the Elder Scrolls video games. So, uh, sounds like they've got some uh, great people to develop the game and tell us a new story in the world of Indiana Jones. Okay, let's talk comic books for a second. DC Comics is publishing a Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries comic book series. The uh, first issue is scheduled to come out on March 27th. It will be uh, actually a 24-issue series featuring all original team-up stories of the Cape Crusader and uh, Shaggy Scooby and looks like Velma as well. So not the full Mystery Inc. team. So if you're a fan of the days when uh, there would be guest appearances on uh, Scooby-Doo, yes, this uh, hopefully will have some of those vibes as Batman teams up again with Scooby-Doo. Dark Horse announced this week that there will be an upcoming Buckaroo Banzai sequel novel. It will feature the film's original screenwriter and novelist Earl Mac Roch and will be titled The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Against the World Crime League et al. A Compendium of Evil. And the plot will find the world-renowned physicist, neurosurgeon, test pilot, and rock star Dr. Buckaroo Banzai as he finally goes head-to-head with the evil organization that the end of the movie promised. And that is available now to pre-order. will be coming out August 10th, 2021 from Dark Horse. Also, here are some retro-themed comics that came out this past week. Betty and Veronica Friends Forever Winterfest, number one from Archie Comics. Mighty Morphin, number three from Boom Studios. Stranger Things Science Camp number four, which is the final one in a four-issue series from Dark Horse, came out this past week. Dynamite gave us Green Hornet number five and Red Sonia the Superpowers number one. Heavy Metal Magazine released Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast volume two, Night City number five of five. IDW is continuing to crank out Sonic the Hedgehog number 36. Star Wars Darth Vader number 9 from Marvel, and Titan Comics Blade Runner 2029 number 2, and Doctor Who Comics number 3. Check out those titles, available now. 
Okay, we are on to food now. Did Mountain Dew reveal the Riddler's costume in the upcoming The Batman movie? Uh, they had <laughs> tweeted out they're doing a new Riddler's Brew flavor to help promote The Batman. And there is a picture of what we believe is the new Riddler, which uh, looks kind of weird to me. Uh, you'll have to look at the picture over here on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast. It's like a, a hooded villain, and you see the question mark like on a sleeve or something. But uh, <laughs> there was some uh, comeuppance on Twitter about revealing the Riddler. Uh, it really doesn't make any matter to me. Uh, I'm going to be watching the movie no matter what the Riddler looks like. But it seems uh, when the movie comes out in uh, 2022, I believe, is the uh, planned date, Mountain Dew will be partnering up with uh, Batman again, as they did in uh, 2012. For The Dark Knight Rises, they released a Mountain Dew Dark Berry flavor for that particular movie. But there's uh, really no details other than that little tease on Twitter about the uh, flavor for Riddler's Brew Mountain Dew. In the world of cereal, Post is releasing new Pebbles Crisps and Honeycomb Big Bite cereal snacks. And these are uh, like little pouches featuring uh, Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles, and uh, Honeycomb. And there will also be a new chocolate honeycomb flavor that you can try with these uh, six ounce pouch snacks. Uh, I, I'm one for uh, snacking on cereal, you know, late at night or, or just whenever without having to uh, pour a bowl of milk. I'm not sure about uh, honey and chocolate mixed together uh, with this new honeycomb flavor, but uh, little mini chips almost it looks like that are Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles, I will definitely go for. The Pebbles brand is also hopping over into the world of coffee creamers as International Delight is introducing new Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles coffee creamers. Those will be available uh, for a limited time at local retailers nationwide. I don't know, man. I <laughs> If you're going to have cereal, have cereal. I don't know about putting cereal in with uh, my coffee, but uh, just back a couple months ago we were talking about they were developing Fruity Pebbles flavored milk. And uh, now that seems like a great idea, but uh, I, I'm not pouring that in my coffee. <laughs> I need those two things separate in the morning time, okay? So uh, if you want to try it and let me know how Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Pebbles International Delight coffee creamer is, be my guest. Over in Japan, McDonald's is frying up some new pies. I don't know, do they still fry pies? I don't think they do. <laughs> I think they just warm them up and they don't deep fry them like they used to. But anyway, new creme brulee pies are coming for a limited time in Japan, joined by Belgian chocolate pies. Why don't we get these flavors in America? I mean, why does everything have to be weird, be uh, uh, overseas, you know? A creme brulee pie, dual filling of custard cream and bittersweet caramel sauce, and the Belgian chocolate pie with a chocolate crust and Belgian chocolate cream filling. Oh my gosh, those sound so good. Please release these in the US and I'll go back to getting pies with my combo meals at McDonald's. And finally this week in food, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is a thing. Sonic, the uh, fast food restaurant, teaming up with Slim Jims for the new chili cheese coney flavored Slim Jims. Okay, so uh, 
I do love a good chili cheese dog, okay? I love Slim Jims, very much so, and beef jerky. What on earth are you doing combining these two things? These just do not sound uh, good to me. Uh, and I will try anything just about once, but uh, I am staying away from Sonic Chili Cheese flavored Slim Jims. They are out now. You can find them at convenience stores and retailers nationwide if you want to try them. But again, uh, these will not be touching my lips. No snapping of any Chili Cheese flavored Slim Jims. A couple things to mention in toys and collectibles. First, the crossover event of the year, perhaps of the decade of uh, existence. <laughs> I am so excited for this. The Garbage Pail Kids and the Mad Balls are joining forces for a collaborative effort this year. There was a tease over on Twitter. You can check out the, uh, the teaser image on the YouTube version of uh, Recurrent Events, but apparently there is a crossover event coming with trading cards, collector toys, augmented reality pins, and more. Oh my gosh. This is like my uh, my 80s brain exploding with just uh, grossness. You know, I <laughs> these are both my namesake uh, to the nth degree, and uh, I just cannot wait to see what is going to happen when you cross over Mad Balls with Garbage Pail Kids. And over on the Toy Insider this week, uh, this was so cool. Coming out from Fisher-Price, if you've got the little ones, they are doing retro-themed laugh-and-learn toys. One is uh, like a faux Game Boy, and it's just a little handheld toy for your preschoolers. There's also a boombox and a cassette that they have... Uh, uh, oh my gosh, you know, it's like you're letting your uh, little ones play with uh, dead media here and uh, breaking out a boombox with all kinds of buttons on it. Even has the little uh, tuning dial to go from 1 to 10, what would be your radio stations, you know. I'm not sure if they're having little cartridges. It kind of looks like there are little separate cartridges you can put in the Game Boy for your uh, kids to play around with. And the cassette tape looks like has some music on there that they can uh, have fun with. They've got to play and <laughs> fast forward rewind uh, right on a cassette tape. So uh, this is fun. Uh, I guess we've gotten to a point where all the technology from the 80s uh, is now still appealing to us. And they're trying to uh, push us to buy it for our little ones now. So check out these images also on the YouTube version of Recurrent Events. And finally, as we come to uh, the end of this week's headlines, a couple so longs that came across the recurrent events feed this week. Julie Strain, heavy metal queen of B-movies, has passed away. She was a Playboy model turned comic book star, modeled for comic book artists, and became a character in her own right in Heavy Metal magazine. She was married to the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles co-creator Kevin Eastman and played the lead in the animated Heavy Metal 2000 movie. Sounds like she had been uh, suffering from an injury from her 20s, where she was thrown from a horse and uh, just uh, battling complications around dementia and, and things like that. So uh, that battle has uh, come to an end at an early age of just 59 years old. Also, Siegfried Fischbacher, of course, of the longtime Las Vegas show Siegfried and Roy, passed away at 81 this past week after a battle with pancreatic cancer. His death comes just eight months after 
Roy Horn passed away back in May of 2020 at the age of 75. Of course, their famous show with the uh, White Tigers and Leopards and uh, Lions, 55 in all over the years in their acts. They started performing in Las Vegas in 1967 and a very popular show selling out nightly dating back to 1989 when they came to the Mirage Hotel. They had been, of course, uh, officially retired for about a decade, but now they have uh, both passed away. All right, before we get out of here, we are going to take you around the Retro Network and tell you what has dropped recently. First, I wanted to tell you about a new podcast we have joining the network called Rental Return, Tales from the Video Store. The show will chronicle a time when dead media was alive and kicking. When you had to drive to your local rental store, of course, and rent VHS tapes to watch the latest movies. Rental Return will interview past employees and document their stories of working at rental stores in the 80s, 90s, and up through the early 2000s when they finally departed the retail environment. You can listen to a preview episode now on the Retro Network podcast channel. You can also subscribe directly by just searching Rental Return in your favorite podcast app. The first episode will be debuting at the end of January. On the podcast channel uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, has a half episode exploring more of Wizards issue 27. Wizards also had a couple announcements this past week, including adding Steven Sapalis as their third host of the show and launching their Patreon guide to comics. So if you like the show, if you want more content and uh, opportunities to chat with the hosts, check out patreon.com slash wizardscomics. On Thursday, the house show returns, continuing to review WWF's Saturday night's main event. And uh, this week they're looking at episode three, which is uh, a kind of a Halloween-themed episode. Several of the wrestlers will be uh, dressed in costume. Check out the house show this week on Thursday to get your uh, retro pro wrestling fix. And then on Friday, it is the second half of the Box Office 30s coverage of January 1991, featuring their review of Kindergarten Cop. Oh, I remember actually watching that movie in the theater, so I'm really looking forward to what Pete and Michael come up with on their review this week of Kindergarten Cop. Also, some web features on the RetroNetwork.com. Speaking of NBA Jam... Mickey has a feature now telling about five fun facts of the uh, popular video game. Also on the site, Kevin the Mask Library has a write-up about the 20th anniversary of the sitcom Grounded for Life. And I also dropped a written feature, actually quite lengthy, yesterday, chronicling the voice actors Peter Cullen and Frank Welker and all the times outside of Transformers that they worked together. You know, of course, they were uh, Optimus Prime and Megatron in the original Transformers series. And uh, I've been wanting to do this for a while, so this was a really fun dive into their, essentially, IMDb profiles and coming up with 23 times when they were featured on screen together, or at least their voices. And also be on the lookout for an upcoming feature from Old School Tim, who is going to list... 1980s hits with dance or dancing in the title. I can think of a few off the top of my head. Of course, Let's Dance by David Bowie. Uh, How about Dancing in the Dark? 
Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, there's uh, there's probably quite a bit out there. I want to dance with somebody. Whitney Houston, yeah. So uh, that'll be a fun little playlist, if you will, to look for on the RetroNetwork.com. So that's what to expect. I uh, hope you will engage with all of our outlets this week. But one place to get everything is visiting the RetroNetwork.com. And uh, if you use an RSS reader like I do, a uh, Feedly or Inno Reader, something like that, subscribe to the Retro Network's RSS feed, and you'll never miss an article or podcast or video that we publish because it comes right through that RSS feed every week. If you want to connect with recurrent events, subscribe to the Retro Network podcast channel or search recurrent events in your podcatcher to subscribe directly. And don't forget, recurrent events is on YouTube youtube.com slash C slash the retro network and you can uh, watch recurrent events each week so that's going to do it I appreciate you tuning in for another week of headlines links to all of the stories mentioned are in the podcast show notes and also linked in the YouTube description interact with me on Twitter Facebook Instagram at TRN social tell me what you're looking forward to the most from this week's headlines and until next week This is Jason. Stay safe out there, everyone, and have a great week.